Hello and a very warm welcome to you all, ladies and gentlemen, both to our dedicated listeners and new professionals joining us for the very first time. Now, I have a question for you. Have you ever been in a room where the tension was so thick you felt you could slice it with a knife? We've all been there. Whether it's a tense team meeting, a disagreement with a colleague, or receiving unexpected feedback, business confrontations are like navigating a minefield, especially when English isn't your first language, right? That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we're turning the spotlight onto confrontation in the professional world. We're going to equip you with clear, effective and professional phrases, transforming those challenging interactions into constructive dialogues. By the end of this episode, not only will you feel ready to handle confrontations, but you'll also be able to do it with the grace and precision of a diplomat. So, whether you're from Tokyo, Madrid, Rio or Cairo, wherever you're tuning in from, today's episode promises to be a game changer in how you approach and manage confrontational situations at work. Grab a notebook because this is an episode you won't want to forget. But first, our business jingle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. You know, confrontation often gets a bad rap. Many hear the word and think of heated arguments, escalating voices, and clashing personalities. But let's demystify this right away. In the business world, confrontation isn't about sparking conflict. No, it's about achieving clarity and understanding. It's about opening channels of communication, fostering collaboration, and ensuring everyone is on the same page. Misunderstandings can cost a company time, resources, and even its reputation. Thus, addressing issues promptly and professionally is crucial. Now, as we all know, there are a multitude of ways that we can communicate as a professional on the business stage. However, when dealing with misunderstandings or points of confrontation, it could be argued that doing it face-to-face, over the phone, or on a video call would come across slightly better than just putting it into an email. That said, if you are looking to improve your professional email writing, we currently have an offer on our Inbox Accelerator, the professional email writing program. I'll pop a link in the show notes along with a discount code. Now, here's a quick one for you. A study from the Harvard Business Review once found that avoiding confrontation or conflict avoidance can actually harm business outcomes. Teams that don't address issues openly tend to have reduced creativity and problem-solving capabilities. I know it's not easy. I've been there. It's tempting to avoid those difficult discussions. But here's the thing. Confrontation doesn't have to be confrontational. I'll say that again. Confrontation doesn't have to be confrontational. With the right language and approach, it can be a productive dialogue. So, let's delve into some powerful reasons why confronting issues professionally is vital. There are four of them. Number one, building stronger relationships. Addressing concerns means you care. It means you value the relationship enough to iron out any wrinkles. Ignoring issues, that can strain relations over time. 
Number two, ensuring clarity and direction. Misunderstandings can derail projects. By confronting ambiguities head on, we ensure everyone's rowing in the same direction. Number three, personal growth and development. Receiving feedback isn't always easy, but it's a goldmine for personal growth. Similarly, giving feedback can hone your leadership skills. And number four, enhanced team dynamics. When everyone feels heard and valued, it creates a positive, collaborative atmosphere. Avoiding confrontation can lead to festering issues affecting team synergy. So, as we delve deeper into this episode, remember, confrontation is not the enemy. It's a tool, a bridge to understanding, clarity and collaboration. And with the right phrases and approach, you can master it. Now that we've established why confronting issues is so vital in a professional setting, let's turn our attention to the how. Language is our main toolkit here. The words we use, the tone we adopt, and the timing we select, they all play a part in ensuring our confrontation is constructive and not destructive. Let's start with some core phrases, each designed to pave the way for an open, respectful conversation. I recommend jotting these down and practicing them as we go. This familiarity will give you the confidence in real-life situations. All right, here we go. I'll share the phrase twice as normal, giving you a moment to repeat it out loud. Now use this time to drill it, note it down and internalize it. And then I'll provide a contextual example. There are five sections here, each with three phrases. One, expressing a concern or issue. I'd like to discuss a concern I have. I'd like to discuss a concern I have. Example. I'd like to discuss a concern I have regarding our marketing strategy. There's something on my mind I'd like to address. There's something on my mind I'd like to address. Example. There's something on my mind I'd like to address about our team's communication. I've noticed a pattern that I think we should explore more. I've noticed a pattern that I think we should explore more. Example. I've noticed a pattern in the feedback we're getting from the clients that I think we should explore more. 2. Sharing your perspective. From my perspective. From my perspective. Example. From my perspective, the project seems to be veering off track. The way I see it. The way I see it. Example. The way I see it, we might need more time to get the desired results. In my experience, in my experience. Example. In my experience, such strategies often require more hands on deck. 3. Inviting further exploration or discussion. Can we explore this further? Can we explore this further? 
Can we explore this budget issue further in our next meeting? Would it be possible to dive deeper into this topic? Would it be possible to dive deeper into this topic? Would it be possible to dive deeper into these numbers? They seem off to me. How about we set aside some time to discuss this in detail? How about we set aside some time to discuss this in detail? How about we set aside some time tomorrow to discuss this feedback from the client? 4. Expressing feelings professionally. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that our team could benefit from a clearer communication protocol. It's been weighing on me that. It's been weighing on me that. It's been weighing on me that our deadlines have been consistently pushed back. I'm sensing that. I'm sensing that. I'm sensing that there's some misalignment in our priorities. Can we realign? 5. Proposing solutions or suggestions. May I offer a suggestion? May I offer a suggestion? May I offer a suggestion on how we can streamline this process? What if we tried? What if we tried? What if we tried a different vendor for our supplies? Perhaps we could consider. Perhaps we could consider. Perhaps we could consider getting feedback from a different department on this. And there we have it. These phrases are great to have in your back pocket. And remember, it's not just about what you say, but how you say it. Pair these phrases with a calm demeanour, open body language and active listening for the best outcomes. Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example, full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression, phrase-focused one-pages to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting, pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English, live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show. Now, switching gears a little, let's dive into the other side of confrontation, when you are on the receiving end. It's a situation many dread, but let's reframe it. Being confronted or receiving feedback is an opportunity for growth. It's a chance to see things from a different perspective and improve. 
But as always, it's not just about listening, it's about responding thoughtfully and professionally. Here's a reality check. It's natural to feel defensive or taken aback when confronted. But remember, in the business world, it's rarely personal. It's about the work, the project, the outcome, etc. And your response can set the tone for a productive dialogue or, well, the opposite. Let's dive into some key strategies and phrases you can use to respond with grace, clarity and professionalism when you find yourself under the spotlight. There are three sections to this one, each with three phrases. Number one, active listening. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Thank you for bringing this oversight in the report to my attention. I'll review it. I understand your perspective. Let me make sure I've got this right. I understand your perspective. Let me make sure I've got this right. I understand your perspective on the marketing approach. Let me make sure I've got this right. You suggest focusing more on social media advertising. I hear your concerns about... I hear your concerns about... I hear your concerns about the timeline. Let's discuss how we can address them. 2. Staying calm. I appreciate your feedback. Let's find a solution together. I appreciate your feedback. Let's find a solution together. I appreciate your feedback on my presentation style. Let's find a way to make it more engaging together. Let's discuss this constructively. Let's discuss this constructively. I understand the team has concerns about the project direction. Let's discuss this constructively and align our goals. I value your input. It helps me see things from a different angle. I value your input. It helps me see things from a different angle. I value your input on this, Jane. It helps me see the broader implications of the decision. 3. Asking for clarification. Could you elaborate on that? Could you elaborate on that? You mentioned you're not satisfied with the report. Could you elaborate on the specifics? Can you provide some examples? Can you provide some examples? You mentioned some discrepancies in the data. Can you provide some examples? I want to understand fully. Can we delve deeper into this concern? I want to understand fully. Can we delve deeper into this concern? You've raised concerns about our team's performance. I want to understand fully. Can we delve deeper into this during our next meeting? When confronted, the essence is to listen actively, stay calm and seek clarity. By embracing feedback and responding professionally, you not only elevate your personal stature, but also promote a culture of open communication in your organisation. And now, let's touch upon something crucial. Sometimes it's not about the words you say, but the words you should avoid.
Alright, now that we've delved a little deeper into the art of constructive confrontation, let's shift our focus once again. You know, sometimes it's not the words we say, but the words we should avoid that make all the difference. Unintentionally, certain phrases can exacerbate a situation, causing misunderstandings or further conflict. These are phrases that are often perceived as accusatory, dismissive, or just plain unprofessional. Let's dive into some of these phrases, dissect why they can be problematic, and offer some alternatives. Remember, it's always about fostering understanding, not creating barriers. There are three sections in this part, each with three phrases. 1. Accusatory statements. Avoid. You always do this. Why? Using absolutes like always can feel like an attack and doesn't leave room for dialogue. Use this alternative instead. I've noticed this happens often. Can we discuss it? Avoid. You never listen to me. Here's why. Again, never is an absolute and can make the other person defensive. Here's an alternative. I sometimes feel unheard in our discussions. Can we find a way to communicate better? Avoid. This is your fault. Here's why. Direct blame can shut down productive conversation. Here's an alternative. Let's figure out where things went off track and find a solution together. 2. Dismissive phrases. Avoid. Whatever. Here's why. It sounds unprofessional and as if you don't care about the issue or the person's feelings. Here's an alternative. Let's take a step back and discuss this later. Avoid. It doesn't matter. Here's why. This can make the other person feel like their concerns or viewpoints are irrelevant. Here's an alternative. Can we prioritise the main concerns and address them? Avoid. I don't care. Here's why. This directly communicates disinterest or disregard. Here's an alternative. I'm open to suggestions. Let's find the best course of action. 3. Vague or non-committal language. Avoid. Maybe, I guess. Here's why. It's non-committal and can be perceived as evasive. Here's an alternative. I'll consider it and get back to you. Avoid. It is what it is. Here's why. This can seem like resignation or like you're brushing off concerns. Here's an alternative. Let's see what we can do about it. Avoid. Whatever works for you. Here's why. While it might sound accommodating, it can also come off as disinterested. Instead, use. Do you have a preference? I'm flexible. To wrap up this section, remember, in the heat of the moment, it's easy to let emotions drive our language, but by being conscious of our words and their potential impact, we can steer confrontations towards resolution and not escalation. Now let's put this all together and ensure your confrontational toolbox is well equipped with the right phrases and the wisdom to avoid potential pitfalls.
Well, we've ventured deep into the realm of confrontation in Business English today. Whether you're the one initiating the conversation or on the receiving end, handling confrontation with poise, clarity and professionalism is a skill that can set you apart in any corporate environment. I want to leave you with a thought. Confrontation isn't a battle to be won, but it is a dance of understanding. It's about two or more parties coming together to clear the fog, address concerns and pave the way forward. Before we wrap up, let's do a lightning round. I'll share a phrase and I want you to mentally note if it's from the initiation side, the one that's starting it, or the response side, the one that's receiving it. Ready? Let's go. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Is that the initiation or the response side? That one was from the response side. Okay, next up. I've noticed a pattern that I think we should explore. I've noticed a pattern that I think we should explore. That one is from the initiation side. Next one. Could you elaborate on that? Could you elaborate on that? That one, of course, is from the response side. And finally, I'd like to discuss a concern I have. I'd like to discuss a concern I have. And that last one was on the initiation side. How did you do? Now, if you found today's episode valuable, I encourage you to practice, practice, practice. Incorporate these phrases into your business conversations. Start with smaller, less intense discussions and gradually work your way up. It's like muscle memory. The more you use these phrases, the more naturally they'll become available to you when you need them most. And hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with a colleague or friend who might also benefit from it. Remember, our goal here is to empower professionals like you from all over the world to communicate confidently in the business realm. Join us next time as we explore another exciting topic in the world of business English. But until then, keep those conversations constructive, your responses respectful, and of course, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.